The Nonprofit Happy Hour. A weekly look at Portland's nonprofits and do-gooders with interviews, music, and documentaries. You're listening to the Nonprofit Happy Hour on X-Ray FM, brought to you by the Media Institute for Social Change, a public interest media lab that works to inspire, empower, and engage emerging media producers. Learn more online at mediamakingchange.org or in person at Citizen, our nonprofit coffee shop and program space at 3636A North Mississippi Avenue. I'm Molly Jean Bennett. This week on the show, we have a conversation with Corinna Chase and Jennifer Starkey of the Columbia Slough Watershed Council. My paddle's keen and bright, flashing with silver. Follow the waters fly, dip, dip, and swing. Dip, dip, and swing her back, flashing with silver. Swift as the wild goose flies, dip, dip, and swing. Land of the silver birch, home of the beaver, where still the mighty moose wanders at will. Blue lake and rocky shore, I will return once more. Boom diddy yada, boom diddy yada, boom diddy yada, boom. I on a rocky ledge, I'll build my wigwam. Close to the water's edge, silent and still. Blue lake and rocky shore, I will return once more. Boom diddy yada, boom diddy yada, boom. Sing for thee here in the lowlands. I will return to thee, hymns of the north. Blue lake and rocky shore, I will return once more. Swing to the other, boom to the other, boom to the other, swing. Land of the silver bridge, washing of the fever. Where still the mighty moose wanders as well. So that was a song that one of our guests chose. My paddle is keen and bright. We are in the studio today with two of the members of the uh, administration of the Columbia Slough Watershed Council. Uh, Karina Chase is executive director. Jennifer Starkey is the education director. Thank you both for coming in. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Karina, let's start with you. What, so why? What, what song, how does that have significance for you? Um, as a child, I grew up paddling on the uh, lakes and the Cascades with my mother, and um, that's something that we get to do here on the Columbia Slough also. Yeah, and so I want to actually just start talking a little bit about your background. You've been involved with watershed organizations for almost a decade. Uh, is, what is the difference between a waterway and a watershed? So a watershed is the area of land that drains into a waterway. So all of the land that drains into the Columbia Slough, for instance, is the Columbia Slough watershed. 
Right, and so so that's not we're not talking just the 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 river, the slough, uh, the banks of it, but we're talking about potentially uh, miles that that reach outside of it. That and that's the wildlife, that's the ecosystem that is nourished, fed, uh, uh, polluted by the the river itself. And the people, don't forget the people in the Columbia Slough. Um, our watershed has. Uh, quite a lot of residents. Um, it stretches from Gresham and Fairview all the way to North Portland. Um, the outlet is at Kelly Point Park. Yeah, two two years ago, uh, I decided to canoe the entire slough. That would be fun. I should have started earlier in the day, not realizing how long 22 miles can take. And there's a few portages. Uh, it is truly amazing. You start in uh, somewhat of a Tony neighborhood. Uh, by by, there's some a gated community of sorts it felt like and we went through what felt like deliverance country for a little bit uh, and then we, we came upon a horse pasture at one point like it's remarkable the diversity of the Columbia Slough and it's also it's remarkable that you're going underneath interstates and you're in what feels like wild and scenic how how unique is the Columbia Slough, and, and how often do you find people don't know that this exists right here in the city? Well, I think you nailed it with the interstates. A lot of people, uh, that is their experience of the slough. They just drive over it, and they don't really know it's there. Um, but it is a really beautiful waterway, and there's a lot of wildlife, and we also have one of the largest urban wetlands in the country, and Smith and Bybee Wetlands is a very beautiful place. It's great for birders. It's great for paddling. It's great for taking a short walk. And, and Smith and Bybee Lakes are, are adja- somewhat adjacent to uh, the Expo Center just to the west of, of I-5. So if you're heading up to Home Depot, uh, it's, it's off to the left there. And, and it's, it is. It's truly remarkable. Um, why, why does there need to be an organization around the Columbia Slough? Well, our mission is both to protect and enhance the slough, but also to um, do this by connecting the community to the slough, providing education to the community, and doing actual restoration work. So without this organization, you know, it might be a forgotten waterway that is still getting polluted and still um, not being explored and paddled. Yeah, and we're, we're going to open up the discussion a little bit more to more about the Columbia Slough. And I, Karina, I'm going to focus on you just a little bit more. Um, it's your second year as executive director, correct? Correct. Um, if you could travel back in time to your day one, is there any advice you'd give yourself for how best to do this job? I think that the people in this watershed are the most important aspect of this job and um, getting to know as many people as possible and having as many conversations as possible is um, something that's still very important to me. And, and is that, um, how do you draw people into that? I mean, there's, there's um, are there canoe days? Are there uh, town hall meetings? How, how do you draw people into uh, knowing about and caring about the Columbia Slough through their organization? I'd say there are two different aspects. Uh, one is bringing the general public into the slough to um, get people to understand that they have a beautiful gem in their backyards. It's a place that they can come and enjoy and that it is open to everyone. 
Um, and the other aspect is the connections that our organization makes to the communities. So a lot of our partnerships are very important to us. We work with, um, for instance, uh, Verde is a very close partner. We work with um, all of the agencies and municipalities in our watershed. And so those connections are um, also quite key. So the types of events that we have, um, we have three, three or four major events that you know, they're big festivals that bring in 500 people or so. Um, we have Explorando Colombia Slough, which is a bilingual nature festival that happens in June. We have Aqua for Adventure, which happens in September. And that's all about pirate-themed groundwater learning, which is really fun. We get to talk like pirates and paddle around. Um, yes, I, I stumbled yep. into that once when I was out <laughs> kayaking. It's it's quite a sight to be out in your kayak and have a bunch of pirates yep. around, come around the corner. <laughs> And then there's the third event? The third event is our regatta event. It might sound like a race, but it's not a race. We just try to get as many people out in canoes and kayaks on the water at one time. We have music and partners and food. And, and Karina, I think you've touched on this a little bit, but your bio says that you're a passionate social justice advocate. Can you talk about the crossover between watershed preservation and social justice? Sure, it's pretty important to our council as well. Um, our watershed has some of the most diverse communities in Oregon, and there are a lot of environmental justice issues that affect these communities. It can be everything from the access to green spaces. Um, it can be health effects from having clean air or green spaces around them. It can be um, fishing. You know, some people use the slough for subsistence fishing and as you know probably shouldn't do that because there are still some persistent organic chemicals that are affecting the fish there. Um, Karina Chase is the executive director for Columbia Slough Watershed Council. Let's take another song break. You have another song suggestion for us? Um, one of the things that I like about the work that we do is that we um, make small nature parks accessible and enjoyable and I think the birdie and the cricket and the willow tree is a great song about enjoying nature in your backyard. Let's take a listen. When the robin chirps in the warm spring weather And the cricket rubs his wings together When the wind blows free through the willow tree Father Nature's busy making melody The bird and the cricket and the willow tree. Yes, the bird and the cricket and the willow tree. Oh, you don't need a ticket for the concert in the thicket from the birdie and the cricket and the willow tree. The willow tree? The bird and the cricket and the weeping willow tree. We're in the studio today with Jennifer Starkey, who is Education Director, and Karina Chase, who is Executive Director for Columbia Slough Watershed Council. I want to talk more. We've been talking some about Karina, your interest in the slough and, and some of the people that are that are living adjacent or in the watershed. Let's. What's a slough? This is always. Mm -hmm. I'd never before I moved out west. I'd never heard slough before. Mm -hmm. Can Can you define how that is? What's What specifically makes a slough a slough? Um. Well, when I I go into a lot of classrooms and it's I just try and do like a brief like one hundred and one about what the Columbia Slough is and. I, you know, I say, like, I put the name of our organization up on the board, and I say, uh, out of these four words, Columbia Slough Watershed Council, what one do you know the best? And they're always like, 
Columbia! Because everybody knows the Columbia River. And the Columbia River is big and wide and deep and fast. But the Columbia Slough is the opposite of all those things. It is small and shallow and skinny and slow. And I always have a hard time remembering those four things. But if you can, yeah, if you can remember those four S's, that's a good definition of what the slough is. Is there a technical difference between a slough and a creek? Mm, there is. Um, and and I'm like, I'm going to put out there that I have no formal background in hydrology or biology. I'm just a big fan. Um, but I went into a second grade classroom last year in Reynolds School District, and they had creek and stream and river and ocean and pond and lake up on a big poster on the wall. And they had all the like... Uh, all the differences there. And I was like, oh, that's what makes it different. And I'm sorry right now, I can't tell you. Do you know, Karina? I can't give a formal <laughs> definition, but a slough is generally a slow-moving body of water that can have some um, circulation that can slosh a little bit, if you will. And it is generally connected to another body of water. So the Columbia Slough used to be more connected to the Columbia River than it is now. So, you know, in general, there's in the lower slough, we have tidal movement. And in the past, there was a lot more um, movement, both upstream and downstream, and whereas stream is more unidirectional. Uh -huh. um, can, how, how is it? How was it more connected to the Columbia River? How, how did it become disconnected from mm. the Columbia River? So glad you asked. It used to be uh, a side channel of the Columbia River. Um, and it, uh, for like thousands of years, there were uh, the Chinook peoples that lived in this region, just lived right next to it. And in fact, uh, where our office is located at Whitaker Ponds, um, there's this trading village. And the name of it is the name of the powwow that they're gonna have this Saturday. And if I say it, I will mess it up. And so I, it starts with an N, it's like near Chuchiku. But anyway, the point is um, that uh, the side channel was like super dynamic, like Karina was saying, and it would flow um, in and out and people would travel on it. But then uh, about 100 years ago in um, there, the uh, Multnomah County Drainage District, I think, formed right about then because their T-shirts say 1917 to 2017. Um, but they built a bunch of levees to separate the Columbia River from the Columbia Slough and protect the land from flooding so that people could live in this area and like farm on it and do different things besides look for birds in wetlands. And, 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 and on, on that note of flooding, did the Columbia Slough play any role in the Vanport floods? Mm -hmm. Or... and. Had it not been disconnected that way, would that have been helpful? Well, Vanport was built on that floodplain between the Columbia River and the Columbia Slough, and the the levees were separating the Columbia River from Vanport. And um, when the train embankment broke and flooded Vanport, that was, you know, that was a really serious tragedy. And I hope all the listeners know about that. Yeah, and so I, I want to talk a little bit. We, we started to talk some about just the 
layout and the definition of the slough. Uh, can you give me a little bit of more of the print? Where is the watershed? How far does that reach and what does that encompass? And I know that's a huge question, but let's start with how far does it reach? I mean, we're talking Gresham, obviously, to Kelly Point. So it really slices across uh, the northern section of, of the city. And but what does the watershed include then in terms of uh, its its drainage or its reach or its ecosystem? So the headwaters are in Fairview Creek in Fairview, and it does include parts of western Gresham, and it, like like we mentioned, flows out through Kelly Point. Um, the In terms of infrastructure and landmarks that folks might recognize, um, the airport and the port are some really huge land uses in the watershed. Um, it also comes up south to Alameda Ridge and includes um, neighborhoods in North Portland and Northeast Portland and a lot of schools and communities in that area. That's a, And that's a huge area. I mean, so we're talking, I mean, it's it's Alberta Art District then if it's all the way to the Alameda Ridge. It's, mm -hmm. it's um, Expo Center. It's Kelly Point. I mean, those are very different. It's the Ikea store. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, these, these are... Mm -hmm. I would imagine that a lot of people aren't aware that when they are in those spots, when they're at, at last Thursday or when they're Saturday afternoon shopping at Ikea, that they're in Columbia Slough Watershed. Mm -hmm. And does it matter that people know or don't know? It totally matters. It totally matters. Um, but I think something that I like to um, explain when we... Uh, when I'm when I'm talking with a group of people about what a watershed is, is it's like um, the difference between a watershed and a riparian zone is like they're both places, they're both areas. But when you're in a riparian zone, you can usually see the water. You can be in a watershed and not be able to see the water where it ends up. So there's a big, uh, I think, like uh, it becomes pretty abstract to realize that like the things that are on the ground we have uh, covered the Columbia Slough watershed, like almost two thirds of it are covered with impermeable surfaces, meaning they're not going to absorb uh, anything. They're going to, uh, water is going to carry it because of gravity down to that common point, which is the Columbia Slough. Um, so like if you see um, something in your neighborhood like leaking oil, um, that oil is going to go with gravity down to the slough where, you know, animals live. Another thing I would, I'll add that uh, part of the Columbia Slough watershed is um, over our groundwater source. So um, as we're hearing about the fires that are threatening the Bull Run watershed, um, we hear also about our secondary water source, which is the wells that are in the Columbia Slough area. So if you're in parts of Gresham or Fairview, um, water that is seeping into the ground there is feeding our groundwater. And so it's extremely important that that water is kept clean. Yeah. And, and so that let's let's ask that question a little bit more generally. So what are we what are we protecting the Columbia Slough against? And we've talked about oil runoff. We've talked about uh, just stuff coming out of neighborhoods. What are we protecting against, and are you guys winning? Mm, mm -hmm. <laughs> what is winning? <laughs> it, I've heard, um, I think our website says, like, the Columbia Slough is cleaner than it's been in the last 100 years. Um, in that really cool decade called the 90s, there was, like, a lot of action 
um, around the Columbia Slough. Uh, the Watershed Council was started. Uh, the City of Portland Bureau of Environmental Services, um, I think, started like enforcing rules about what could go into the Columbia Slough because I think before that it was a repository for sewage and like a dump for whoever wanted to dump something there. Um, and so it's like because of um, because of like the the organization starting and the partnerships that it has, I think it definitely is is doing better than it did uh, in the '90s. But that was also like 25 years ago. What do you think, Karina? Some of our current threats are um, increased development along the slough, uh, stormwater pollution, um, temperature, mm. trash. Um, and I think, you know, one thing that contributes to all of that is lack of awareness and lack of connection of the community to the slough. So if people are paddling on it and seeing that it is something to care about, then hopefully um, more folks can help make it a better place. Yeah, I, I, I just feel like... You guys as an organization are, are fighting a war on so many different fronts. And it would just feel like there's there's so many different ways to address the issues. Um, you know, I, I, I know that when I last went to DEQ, uh, it was kind of, it was very frustrating to realize DEQ is about 100 feet from the Columbia Slough. Mm. And you have all these cars that are just sitting there idling every day. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a scientist, but like, that can't be good. Yeah. And, and that's just one of uh, dozens of points of, of entry into the into the waterway. Mm-hmm. Um, something that is is real about being a watershed council is that we are uh, we represent like the council is made up of stakeholders um, who who all um, care about their place in the watershed. And so, like, you know, um, we have people on our council who uh, have an environmental background. We have people on our council who come from a commercial background um, and represent industry. Um, and we have people on our council who are residents. And I think like all of those people want to work together to make um, to make sure it's as clean as possible. But there are a lot of people who aren't on our council who don't necessarily like understand the effects that, that they're having. Jennifer, I liked how you set it up. You said that when you go into classrooms, you write Columbia Slough Watershed Council on the board and ask the students which words they're most familiar with. I feel like we've talked a bit about what a slough is. and We've talked about what a watershed is. I want to wrap up our conversation by talking what the council is. Uh, Jennifer, you were mentioning a bit about it's it's a lot of different people that are coming into the organization with concerns and wanting to be helpful. How let's talk a little bit more about that. How do people find out about the Watershed Council? How do people get involved and why? That was three questions in one. So. <laughs> well, I'll start with our website, which is columbiaslough.org, C-O-L-U-M-B-I-A-S-L-O-U-G-H dot O-R-G. And you can find out about our events on that website. Um, you can also send me an email, karina.chase at columbiaslough.org. And um, we love to work with people. We've got a lot of small events, small paddles throughout the year. We have restoration events, mostly in the fall through springtime. And we also like to work with people that want to, you know, come into our office and volunteer, um, offer partnerships with groups that um, we could perhaps help build their mission. Um, 
we look for, you know, partnerships with, um, for instance, private landowners or companies that are along the slough that would like to get rid of their blackberries and put in some native plants that'll provide habitat. Um, and conversations are great. So anyone that is interested in our organization, their work we do, we um, would love to talk to. Is there anyone that's against what you're doing? Mm. Anyone who's against, and when you say like what we're doing. Oh, educating about the Columbia Slough, uh-huh. cleaning up the Columbia Slough. Uh-huh. I mean, is there is there an organization or a group of people that you find that you're, you're continually butting heads against? Um, I mean, I, I think that some of, it seems as if some of what your organization is doing is trying to clean up some history. And to a lot, you know, as you said, two thirds of the watershed areas is developed, um, and and that's that's a lot of history to work against. Um, but is there anyone that's you know developers that you find like you you feel like you're you're in a episode of the Goonies and you're trying to preserve the area, but there's developers that are coming in that really just want that that don't care about the Columbia Slough. Well, I think the don't care part is nailing it. We've um heard the phrase, the opposite of love isn't hate, it's apathy. And maybe that applies to the work that we do as well. Um, also, because we are in such a important urban area with um, a lot of people and a lot of really important industry, um, that's not something we're able to or trying to reverse. We're we're trying to make it as good as possible in the context that that is here. Mm-hmm. Like something... I guess, like, something that makes the Columbia Slough watersheds so special and outstanding, because there's watershed councils across Oregon. There's, there's, how many watershed councils, Karina? There's over 80 watershed councils in Oregon. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And this one is special because it is so dense. It is so heavily populated. Um, uh, There's, like, 175,000 residents, and I think, like, 10% of the state's workforce, like, goes to work. Multnomah County. Oh, okay. Well, thanks for fact checking. That's good. I like having I like having my facts checked because. But ten percent mm-hmm. of Multnomah County's workforce working within the watershed is a is a, a, a staggering number mm-hmm. of people, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 a staggering amount of of, of economic prowess mm-hmm. that is happening within that area. That's that's truly remarkable. I really think I I lived in Portland for about fifteen years before I paddled the whole slough, and I I'd, I'd done little sections of it. I feel like it needs to be on every Portlander's list of things to do. Like, fine, go to Voodoo Donuts when you first move here, and but then paddle the Columbia Slough. It it changed how I saw Portland. Uh, it made Portland feel much more uh, like a wild. Uh, a wilderness uh, for certain. It also made it the the interplay between being on the slough and seeing cars driving over you on a Saturday afternoon going on I-5. Uh, is there, There's something about the perspective of that that changes it. And it's, it's remarkable. So I, I really appreciate all the work that uh, the Watershed Council is doing. Um, I feel like I should get out there and help volunteer. Please do. We'd love to have you. <laughs> The Nonprofit Happy Hour is made possible by Beneficial State Bank, a certified B Corp that holds to what it calls a triple bottom line of social justice, environmental well being, and economic sustainability. 
If your organization or business is interested in underwriting our show, please email phil at mediamakingchange.org. The Nonprofit Happy Hour is a production of the Media Institute for Social Change in KXRY Radio, X-Ray FM. Our host is Phil Bussey. Our executive producer and editor is Molly Jean Bennett. Emily Curtis is our associate producer. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter, where our handle is Nonprofit Hour. Archives of past shows can be found on our SoundCloud page. Questions, comments, or ideas about the show can be sent to molly at mediamakingchange.org. Thanks for tuning in, and cheers! <laughs>